Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. All right, so Caroline, we are in your very warm hands. There's a reason why I said that. <laughs> so, uh, well, it's not really warm right now. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's, it's a bit cool here. So... Today, let's talk about the weather, in particular, the heat waves. Mm. Like, everybody, you know, around the world at the moment, except for the Southern Hemisphere, experiencing heat waves. Mm. Um, and I just thought, you know, that is, that's an interesting topic to talk about at the moment. And let's just, yeah, let's talk about that in context of um, weather patterns and a bit of science. So let's, let's see what's going on here. Currently in Melbourne, it's winter and it's been quite cold. However, we're hearing news that there are some quite extreme heat waves occurring in Europe and Northern America at the moment, and even parts of Asia. And the European Space Agency have had satellites that monitor the Earth's land and sea temperatures, and they're predicting that this year Europe will face potentially the hottest temperatures ever recorded. Mm. The Acropolis in Greece has been closed during the hottest parts of the day to prevent tourists from becoming unwell from the extreme heat. Rome, Sicily and Spain are Experiencing temperatures in the 40s. <laughs> and just because we should mention Malta, Lindsay, yeah, the homeland. I was about to say, um, <laughs> it is hot up there, yeah, now at the moment. It yeah. is hot. <laughs> and um, Malta's, uh, you know, at the, to the south of Sicily, and they're looking at the forecast this week. They're having a week of 37 degrees Celsius wow. every day. Yeah. With overnight lows of 27 degrees every night. Oh, that's <laughs> not alone. That's, that's not, not alone. Yeah, that's daytime. Yeah. yeah, That's a high temperature yeah. for some, like our mum and sis. Sorry, they've yeah. had a few power outages as well, haven't mm. they, too? There's been a lot of power outages. Our yeah. relatives have been sending us, you know, on the group chat saying that yeah. they haven't got any power. And that's, Oh, no, that's not good either. We have a, yeah. Our cousin, Lindsay Stefan, is working um, in the heat on roofs yes. at the moment. Oh. And oh, he's finding it hard to find um, ice fest, so, you know, I feel for him as well. Yeah. Exactly. We're thinking of you all in Malta. Especially the elderly. Oh, well, everyone, of course, but, yeah, yeah everyone who is, everyone. Just, yeah, understand, yeah. understand. Totally. And um, even in North America, top temperature of 48 <laughs> degrees was recorded during the week <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona, in sure. Death yeah. Valley, it's one of the hottest places on Death Earth, Valley. in California. <laughs> Yeah. The forecast has been sitting in the high 40s and low 50s. <laughs> in yeah. Crazy. Can I just say a an, quick anecdote? So I was reading a story. There's a guy, I didn't realize this right. He does a, a one mile run in Death Valley every year. I think um, I've seen it. But yeah. he calls it, yeah. But he calls it his Darth Valley Death Mile because he does it in a Darth oh, Vader costume. Oh my goodness. So he trains for oh, all year long. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and he did it this year, and um, and commented on how extremely hot it was. But so uh, yeah, but he's doing it for like funny cause. and very silly at the same well, time. Well, it is. Yeah, yeah. well, he's, he's doing it for yeah. a cause, I believe too. Yeah, yep. Goodness sakes, and especially, <laughs> especially since they're expecting a record high of fifty four degrees Celsius <laughs> for this weekend. So insane. Yep. Yes, currently in Southern California and Canada as well. And in Spain, there are wildfires, uncontrollable mm-hmm. wildfires at the moment. 
in Canada, 10 million hectares or 25 million acres of bushland have wow. been burnt so far yep. and with more damage to expected as the summer goes on. So, yes, heat waves are uh, happening all over the Northern Hemisphere. And it's been partly to blame on rising average global temperature as well as an El Nino weather pattern. Um, the highest average global temperature ever recorded was actually this year on July the 5th with a temperature of 17.23 degrees Celsius. And the world has already warmed by about 1.1 degrees since the, the industrial era mm -hmm. began. And temperatures are likely to keep rising because unless something is done, obviously, to cut emissions, yeah. mm -hmm. global warming will um, just get worse. So Paolo Kepi, a lecturer in climate science at the Imperial College in London, said that higher global temperatures were undoubtedly contributing to the increased incidence of extreme weather. He mm. said, of course, it's not unusual to have a heat wave in the summer per se, but what's becoming really unusual is the collection of heat waves. We have the baseline temperature shifting upwards, so you are shifting the odds towards the more severe extreme events and fewer cold extreme events. Mm. So global warming is a thing and it affects the world's climate. And we've all heard about how greenhouse gases are emitted in the atmosphere and have been leading to this phenomena. I mean, the, I've seen a lot of charts and it shows the, the temperatures of the world and it's like a, a, a graph going up and down and the temperatures are basically the, uh, the higher average the average global temperatures are moving up along the graph mm. slowly. Mm. So we're heading towards more extreme heat and less colder days. So um, I have links in the show notes and you can have a look at those as well. Yeah. Had a look at NASA website too and they have a statement saying, what's perhaps the most important to remember about global surface temperature fluctuations is that despite short-term ups and downs, the evidence shows that our planet is steadily accumulating heat. Scientists assessing global warming study Earth's entire heat content, not just what happens in one part of the atmosphere or one component of the Earth's system. And what they have found is that the balance of energy in the Earth's system is out of whack. Our lower atmosphere is warming. The ocean is accumulating more energy. Land surfaces are absorbing energy and the Earth's ice is melting. Yeah, yep, that's true. And scientists say that the high temperatures we are seeing and many people are experiencing are being driven by climate change and the naturally occurring weather pattern that I mentioned earlier called El Nino, which happens every three to seven years and causes the temperatures to rise. So what about El Nino? What is it? So El Nino is a climate pattern that occurs in the tropical Pacific Ocean. El Nino means little boy in Spanish. And South American fishermen first noticed periods of unusually warm water in the Pacific Oceans in the 1600s. During an El Nino event, there's a significant warming of the ocean Earth's the ocean surface temperature in the central and eastern equatorial Pacific. This warming occurs when the trade winds, and the trade winds are the winds which flow from east to west in the, the Earth's equatorial region, and when the winds weaken or reverse, they can reverse, reducing the upwelling of cold water from the ocean depth. So what happens is the upwelling is when normal conditions of the wind blowing across the ocean surface pushes water away and then warm water from below replaces this water. So in El Nino, cold water is not able to replace warm water and the 
temperature of the water rises. Mm, okay. As a result, mm. warmer than average sea surface temperatures are observed in the central and eastern Pacific, particularly off the coast of South America. So El Nino has effects on global weather patterns and impacts different regions of the planet in different ways. So here are some of the typical impacts of regions of the world. So in South America, El Nino often leads to increased uh, rainfall across the west coast of South America, particularly in Peru and Ecuador. It can result in flooding and landslides. In North America, El Nino can influence weather patterns with the southern part experiencing wetter conditions and the northern part experiencing warmer and drier conditions. In Asia and Australia, El Nino can bring drier than average conditions to South um, East Asia, including Indonesia and Philippines. And Australia may experience below average rainfall leading to drought conditions in some mm-hmm. region. And I think mm. we are having quite a mild winter this year, hardly any rain. Yes. Yeah. So, and we are officially in El Nino now, so I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Africa, El Nino can disrupt rain patterns. Um, resulting in drier conditions. Uh, in the Pacific Islands, El Nino can lead to reduced rainfall and increasing risk of drought. Now, El Nino typically lasts for several months to a year or two, and they can occur regularly with intervals ranging from two to seven years on average. Climate scientists and meteorologists closely monitor El Nino events to understand their behaviour and to provide forecasts of potential impacts. Now, El Nino tends to occur more often than La Nina. And I think that's, you know, just thinking about the last little while, I think that's true. We have just finished a La Nina, but we do hear about La Nina, El Nino a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about La Nina because it's good to know what the opposite of an El Nino is. La Nina means little girl in Spanish. And during La Nina events, the trade winds are even stronger than usual, which pushes more warm water around towards Asia off the coast off the west coast of the Americas and upwelling increases, bringing cold, nutrient-rich water to the surface. So the cold waters in the Pacific push the jet stream northward. This tends to lead to drought in the southern US and heavy rains in flooding in the Pacific Northwest and Canada. So there's wetter and colder conditions in North America. In South America, there will be increased rainfall. Asia and Australia, it brings above-average rainfall and Australia did experience wetter than um, wetter than normal conditions. We had many, many crazy, crazy floods the last did, few yes. years. Mm, yes, yeah, um, that's true. Flooding yeah. like we've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, yeah. I don't. There are Victorian re- towns that are still recovering from floods exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Many people have lost their houses. Mm, um, people yes. are still suffering from all of yeah. that. In Africa, La Nina can influence rainfall patterns, leading to wetter conditions. And the Pacific Islands, La Nina can bring increased rainfall to the islands, which um, leads to risk of flooding as well. So, I mean, apart from human activity having an effect on climate all over the planet, natural weather systems seem to be producing more extreme weather events due to the rising average global temperature, as I mentioned earlier. And from what weather scientists are saying, these two go in hand in hand as to how severe normal weather events will be. So the new normal is happening now, mm-hmm. it seems. And also I think from what we're seeing in the Northern Hemisphere, Australia had better prepare for a long, hot mm-hmm. summer. That's what I was feeling too, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. because yeah, as I mentioned, we're having a kind of, a, it's very cold, but it's mild. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We're having 
kind of more kind of more spring days, yeah, I would then, say. It's starting to feel that way, yes, yeah. 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 Rather than the dreary, raining, normal, like in Melbourne, usually weather is, I mean, winter is usually really wet and cold yeah. and dreary and like you just don't <laughs> want to live because it's so horrible. <laughs> but this is, I mean, the sun's shine. It's yeah. crisp and cold, but like, you know, it's just um, bearable, which yeah. is unusual because for me, yeah, it's winter okay, is bearable. Caroline. It's, it's like, very ooh, unusual. Okay. This must be a good winter for Caroline. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there we have it. Something to think about anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. You've um you presented it really well. And I think it's important for us to all think about the role that we play because, you know, Caroline, mm. you, you weren't there being a climate alarmist as some people might no. accuse people no. of being when they state, you know, the scientific facts. But yeah. it, it's important for us what you know, what's the Catholic angle on this, right? Which I'll throw in, right? Is that yeah, yeah. Is that, you know, um, you know, we are called to be stewards of creation. Uh, to look after. And this is a spiritual thing. We are, you know, Pope Francis has talked about the integral ecology, which is that we are part of the natural world. We're not, as human beings, we're not separate from it. We are part of this natural world, which is nature. We're not aliens from somewhere else. We we are integrated into this ecosystem, which is why we're alive, right? It's because we we live in it. It's, it's, um, it's made to sustain human life. And in return, you know, God makes us stewards of the earth. You go back to Genesis to keep and till the earth and so on. Uh, to one to keep it beautiful because it is creation is beautiful and awe inspiring yes. and all those things and mm. creation is not just the planet but the entire universe it's it's all beautiful and, and creates awe and wonder for us but in this particular you know little uh, corner in the the back streets of the Milky Way where we are on this mm. on this planet this is our home mm-hmm. and uh, looking after our home is for one to sustain our lives but also to sustain the lives of others it's a you know, it's a Catholic social teaching moment, right? And Catholic social teaching, by the way, is not some fringe theory. It is integrated into the teaching of the church. It comes from Christ. And looking after the planet is is our responsibility. Uh, so I think it's up to all of us to think about what our role is in, uh, you know, it, where, the, where human beings are, c- are contributing to greenhouse gases and so on. It, it's up to all of us to think about what our role is and to petition our, our politicians to have it on their, their conscience as well mm. because they're the ones who make the changes at the end of the day. So I don't care if you call yourself politi- like a politically conservative or politically progressive. That means nothing. It doesn't change, it doesn't change the weather. But yeah. what makes a difference is, uh, at least for Catholics, is listening to our conscience. Is, uh, you know, is what the science is saying, is, you know, is it calling us to, to do better? Mm. So, yes, there are, because I know people make the arguments of, well, this is what the world naturally does. Of course it does. But, it does. But there is also mm-hmm. what we do as well, which exactly. can exacerbate it as well. So we, we have to think about that part, I guess. Yeah, and that's, I guess that's the point I was really trying to make, you know. Mm. And, um, I mean, I have heard some commentators on various radio stations trying to disprove that there is global warming and oh, whether patterns me. are natural and all that. But they yeah. they have to really dig exactly. to get some exactly. evidence yeah. for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, it really takes nothing to look at websites such as NASA, such as ESA, yeah. such as, you know, there are many, many agencies who have been monitoring temperature. Exactly. Yeah. And the graphs mm-hmm. speak for mm-hmm. themselves. The data doesn't you know? lie, does it? That's right. No, exactly. it's there. Yeah. Everybody, it's all separate data being collected and everyone's coming up with the same results. Yeah. And then you just need to look at the news 
you see the extreme yeah. weather events, you see people suffering, no. you can't deny no. what's no. happening. And like you said, I'm not trying to be alarmist, but I do want to highlight as well, like you're saying, we do need to look after our little patch of earth where we can and yeah. contribute any way that we can. And of course, we can't stop big companies from emitting and we're all guilty of using the products, mm. you know, for, <laughs> from the factories, that, you know, yeah. and for using electricity and all of that. But there are small ways to do, you know, to help. Like if you're able to put solar panels on your house, you can um, free electricity straight from the sun. You don't need to mm -hmm. get a lot of it from the coal power stations. Yeah. Throwing out your recycling in the correct way so that products can be recycled. If you can reuse something, reuse it, you know, so the energy doesn't need to be going back into recycling things and making new products and things like that. So, mm. I mean, these are very small things. But imagine everybody doing and that's the all idea, these right? little things. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. And yeah. like if you have a garden... Try and plant it up with plants because that will reduce temperature yeah, as definitely. well. Mm. If you have a very concretey garden, mm. that's okay. Put some pots everywhere. Put them all yeah, together yeah. and, you know, plant lots of plants. And you'll be benefiting yourself from a cooler summer in your garden, benefiting animals who need shelter and food mm. and all of that. You know, there are really mm. practical little things cool. that we can cool. do. And making that are. little contribution to the, to the health of the planet too. It's all exactly. the, it's, everyone can do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's, there's a lot of change yeah. um, in the weather. We, we 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 always talk about it at the moment. You know what happens? Is we have hot summers, but not very hot. We we may have mm -hmm. a week, whereas maybe thirties. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember what was it, guys? Well, mm -hmm. A few years ago, when we had those the whole two weeks, it was like over nearly forty degrees. High thirties, and of course and we, we had oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and um, yeah. and yes, then yes. you know, yeah. and then we have we then we talk about. This winter has been as cold, as cold as we thought it would be. I know it's mm -hmm. <laughs> 13 degrees for us. Okay, mm -hmm. Americans, it's not cold, all right? But it is cold for us, <laughs> yeah, okay? It's cold for us, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For us, it's cold. If, if you're saying, oh, it's getting to a top of 13 degrees Celsius, I'm like, well, that's yeah. not a top. That is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we're all like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> and it doesn't help yeah. when, um, when we yeah. have those warmer weathers where the ground is so hard. And we have drought, and then we mm. have a whole, like you said, Caroline, a whole lot of rain. That mm. rain has got nowhere to go. Mm. It can't seep into the soil because runs, the soil yeah. is so hard. It needs yeah. to flow and go out everywhere. And That's yeah, right. climate is changing. You know, it, it, we've, we've mm. even talked mm. about it. We, we don't have our four seasons in here in Australia that much. We may have like a, a hot day and a cold day, and that's it. Not in sort of in between as much mm. as we used to have, like a spring. No, we have all four seasons well, in true. one day. Well, true. That is true. That's true. Or sometimes in Malta, or four seasons in one hour. But um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, right. but, yeah. Climate is changing, and yeah, we need to, to to change that very soon. Let Science is brought to you by StarQuest Media, and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show. Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com slash science and find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com slash Oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue Let's Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. 
Join us next time for more scientific wonders. And thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest. Here's another show on the StarQuest network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Technology. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash technology.